Howdy! Welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host, Pete Pasco. All right, how you doing, everybody? Gather round, gather round. All right, not so cold tonight, not so cold. Spring is in the air, people, and it's a good thing. Oh, busy day today, as usual. Um, I was down at the beach. Uh, went down to the office. <laughs> That's what I call it sometimes. Well, it was in this case. Uh, I took gear with me, fishing gear, yeah, fishing rod. Sat down and um, took my painting gear and my iPad to do a bit of writing. Oh, hey, welcome everybody. I just. Uh, Better let you know this. You, you have come to the right place. Just in case you've seen the show notes, and oh, I'll check out a bit of songwriting. This guy's talking about going down to the beach. You'll discover we sort of wander around a bit, don't we, people? We do, yeah. Okay, um, we are going to have a song today, people. Yes, that's quite correct. Welcome to the to the podcast. I'm so pleased that you have tuned in. Um, what might you expect? Well, you might expect the song and and some chat about where the song came from, how it felt to write the song, perhaps. I say perhaps because sometimes we go from more of a, you know, the playing, like some of the technical side of it, other times the feelings, other times more the stories behind where the song came from. And I kind of like to let the song lead the way, if you will. And so we sort of, I sort of follow my nose a bit here and there. So um, it's it's all in a bit of fun. And, and I'm sitting here in front of my piano... And I can sort of sit there and toodle away. So the idea is I've just finished a song, perhaps in a set. And I'm about to introduce the next song. And and maybe I just get a bit carried away and and talk for a long time. (laughs) I do talk a bit on stage, actually, just in case you're wondering. I I, Yeah, I see a few nods. Mm, Yeah, I'm not surprised about that. I've learned over the years to reel it in a little bit. Nobody is that interested in who made you know, coffee in the session for the vocals. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Back to my day. Um, I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're hanging in there with uh, COVID-19. It's up and down. It's wide open, isn't it? We don't know what's going on, but let's hope for good things. We, we will get through this. Um, and I think it's a good thing to do things that are right now, they're going to lift your spirits. So I hope that I'm going to lift your spirits here today. That's what that's what I'm doing, um, and that's the beauty of art. Uh, it's going to lift my spirits. It already has, um, which leads me back to my story today. Like I'll get on with it. Yeah. So there I was down at the beach and uh, cast the rod out and with bait on it and put a little bell on there so at least it would jingle if I was busy painting because I get lost in the painting. See, so I'm a painter as well. Paint seascapes, and so I sat down today with a bit of a challenge because I had the old nose bag, you know, that the mask on and that wasn't so good because that was sort of blocking off the little canvas that I was painting looking down. Um, I did have a bit of a bung eye because I woke up this morning and gave my eye a bit of a scratch and I mean, I, I meant to give it a rub, but I actually gave it a scratch, I think with my nail on the lens. So that was weeping. <laughs> um, I had a touch of hay fever and also just as I sat down, a bit of rain started drip, dripping from very high clouds. It didn't look like it was going to rain, but it decided right then it was going to. So being the sort of guy I am, I thought, right, I'm definitely going to paint this picture. So look, I, I enjoyed doing that. And um, 
If you want to check it out, you can check it out on the blog. Uh, it'll be in the show notes, but petepasco.wordpress.com is the blog. There's a new painting there every week. And then I sat down and I wrote the blog, just a rough draft, and um, on the iPad. And there I was down at the beach. And it was pretty, it was um, very, very nice. But I must say, it was a bit of a struggle to paint with all those sort of things counting against me. Anyway, you get that. But... The thing is, I chose to get down there because the, the, let me tell you, the computer, the weather report said, "Do not go down there. Rain, rain, oh, it's going to rain." I tell you what, weather reports these days, for the most part, go for the most dramatic, worst case scenario, don't they? What happened to accuracy, people? Chance of shower? No, you'll probably be okay. Wander down there and you know, go fishing. You'll be okay. No, build an ark. You know. <laughs> this, Anyway, I got down there with a jumper and a jacket. I need I needed neither. It was a it was a t shirt sort of a day. So anyway, that was really nice and relaxing eventually once I got the painting done and enjoyed that. Uh I came home and worked on the blog a little bit. Taught a lesson. Uh I have just drawn a cartoon drawing, uh, a cartoon video, how to draw a poodle playing the double bass. So if that sounds like you or someone you know well, check it out on YouTube, Pete Pasco Art and Music. There's about 30-odd, I think, cartoons you can draw there. So my life is varied. Now, you might think, well, this guy's not a committed songwriter at all. Let's know he's doing all these things. Well, I am. What happened was years ago, I was playing in piano bars, you know, where I was going at night. And it, during the daytime, I was either fishing or learning to draw. Most often... I was learning to play better, and I was learning to compose. I was teaching myself to compose, and um, look, I was driven, you know, 800 songs, they don't come overnight, there's not that time I said before, you don't sit down and go, all right, I'm now going to make 800 songs, (laughs) I'm going to write 800, you just don't do that, do you, otherwise you'd never get started. It was just something that happened, and I sort of fell into it by doing this sort of thing, which I was just doing, and here we go, um... Before the uh, I, I pushed record there, I just had to listen to the beginning of today's song, which I like to do, just to get in the mood. And not to the whole song, but just the very beginning. And, and straight away this riff played. I thought, oh, I better try and learn that, because I might have to demonstrate it. Hang on. So here it is. And one more time. So that was the riff. That was the opening part of the song. And, and they're the sorts of things that sort of, they just sort of seem to fall into the palm of your hand. You know, when your, your hands, when you, I've touched on this a lot. I do like to just let my hands fall on the keyboard. Yes, they fall in a certain way. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's heaps and heaps of learning just to do this. But there are just the things called chords, which are the colors. And if you hold your hands a certain way, and you just let yourself go into a dream. And it is such a nice feeling. And I wrote this song, ladies and gentlemen. The song's the song is called In the Game. And um, I did write this uh, back in a house where we 
we, my family, young, very young family, um, raised a couple of wee ones there, right, the early years. So they're their special years, aren't they? And it was a beautiful old house, and we were lucky to rent this place for about nine years. And um, I used to go off and play in the piano bar in the evening and do a bit of teaching, and as I say, write the songs in the daytime. So it was a time in my life where I was becoming more domesticated. <laughs> I was learning to be a dad, yeah. Wow, that's a big thing, isn't it? You're in the deep end. No one can really tell you how you do it, how you, how to do it. You just kind of find your nose, don't you? Hey? Follow, find your nose. Maybe you follow your nose. Hey? All right, speaking of following my nose, I've just turned around, end the game. Let's get on with it. We're going to roll the song without further ado. Here it is, end the game. Roll it. Thank you. 
Whew, there you go. End the game. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed that. No, I, I did. It was, it was nice to sort of listen back to that particular tune. Um, okay, we're going to look into the songbooks here. It is uh, page 400, no, 542 of your songbooks, ladies and gentlemen, in the purple book. All right, I've got these, those of you in there on the joke, yeah, I've, I've, I've got these songs all written out by hand and pen in these old sort of exercise books. And um, a lot of these songs have found their way into albums and that sort of thing, but a lot haven't. And that's what this podcast episode is kind of about, going back to the beginning of the songs um, and, and giving you a little insight about it. So why don't we start with End the Game? Um, it was in the, how about that? It says the 8th of November, 2007. So, only six, you know, only, only what's that? A week or two ago, 13 years back. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? How about that? Okay, um, let's, let's dive in and look at the lyrics first up from, and that'll, that'll just get the, get the old train going along here. Ah, here we go. This train's been rattling down the track like a movie on repeat play. I've been sitting in the sun out the back watching trees at the end of the day. All right, what's this about? Let's have a look here. I did. This is one of uh, twelve songs I did, I did do a small release of. I think about a was it a hundred CDs or even home recorded home pressed CDs. And I I did a painting for each song. And I, I did an ex I had an exhibition <laughs> had an exhibition called Can't See the Words for the Trees. And I released a book of poetry based on the words of the twelve songs. So. In the show notes, you'll see um, a painting, and the, the painting's got a train in it, one of those old steam ones, yeah, the old, the old steam engines. And uh, so this train's been rattling down the track like a movie on repeat, repeat play, sorry, thinking about my life there. Sometimes it sort of like feels like Groundhog Day, doesn't it? It just sort of goes around a little bit. Must have been, I, I'm guessing a little bit there that that's what was going on. I've been sitting in the sun out the back, and watching the trees yeah I used to do that a lot we were lucky to have this house as I said and it had a massive cool old some sort of oak tree hanging right over the house if it was a gum tree I'd be seriously worried in the wind because let me tell you these Australian gums I'm, I'm living in Melbourne Australia here we are and uh, gum trees have a habit of just dropping a branch when they feel like it or keeling over completely so yeah this was a some sort of uh, oak tree it's pretty cool there was always possums in there, and, and one year there was, uh, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I'll say it again because it's so cool, the, these owls, um, they had babies up there, and the owls were sort of brownie ones, and uh, these ones were snow-white little owls, you could see them, and oh, it was the coolest thing, I tell you. Okay, and tonight there's just a few stars to be found above the city skies. And the sound of a few cars and hearts saying why. Well, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I think this might have been, I, I normally can tell you straight away, but I'm not 100% sure. I think maybe I wrote the words first on this one. I think maybe I did. Um, I don't mind that. Yeah, tonight, just a few stars. So it's over overcast. And this bit, the sound of a few cars. And I was thinking there back in New Zealand, I used to fish opposite across the river looking back at the city and it was quite a um, mournful sort of haunting sound sometimes the cars at night just the traffic a bit of a lonely sound you know a bit, bit like a train um, 
but not just the sound of a few cars, sound of a few hearts. Now that's interesting, hearts beating the same why. So that, that's a little bit of a, that's a great thing as an artist. You'll be able to put these things together. I mean, it's going to be some big heart. If, you can, if you're ever outside listening to cars and you suddenly hear a heart beating, <laughs> you, might be, or you might be a Wookiee standing behind you or something like that. So anyway, you're allowed to put these things together. Here's the chorus. We're looking deep inside or searching up above. So that's, yeah, going within or going out, having a look at something deeper. Everybody's looking for some happiness, yeah. Everybody's sick of being scared. And everybody everybody just wants a way out of their mess. That's a heavy scene, okay. Then nobody's trying to lend a hand. And nobody's there to help us understand. Yet nobody can help quite as much as you can. So the idea is there. It's the old story. Help yourself. Yeah, get started. And funny thing happens, I reckon, when you do get started and you help yourself, Teachers come along, don't you? They, you? You get helped as well. It's pretty cool. It's like the universe reacts to whatever you put out a little bit there. Okay, verse 2. Uh, bringing home love to my family. Wouldn't mind a whole lot more. Uh, so what I was talking about there was um, rather than more love, uh, I wouldn't mind bringing home more money. I was thinking I was starting to scratch around a bit as a piano man. So I had two children and, yeah, I tell you what, wages hadn't gone up. In about 20 years or something ridiculous being a piano man yeah he's about 100 bucks and meal and a beer when i was about 15 or 16 and there i was yeah knocking on the door of 40 100 dollars <laughs> and no dinner <laughs> things had changed got worse how's that that was in a pretty flash restaurant let me tell you anyway uh Trying to feed them, ain't free, and I'm sick of just being a touch above poor. So yeah, I was a bit worried about my finances. Um, and I hold you tight, just a few more heartbeats before you drift away in your dreams. I'll never let my dreams drift away. So there we go. There's me, just a little affirmation as I'm drifting off to sleep, and I'm feeling a bit sort of like, oh yeah. But I tell you what, I'm never going to let my dreams drift away, and I think that determination is number one, and, and, and well, I, I know that's why I came up with so many songs, and I'm living the life of an artist and a musician from choice now, and I feel so, so lucky to be doing that. Hasn't been the easiest road. You'll hear that so often in the arts. It ain't, but gee, it's rewarding. You get to, <laughs> you get to dig some pretty deep holes, and you get to climb out of them again all by yourself most often. I wrote a line the other day that said... Um, I don't know, uh, as an artist, you're busy climbing a mountain that nobody else can see. <laughs> so it's pretty hard for them at times, them, other folks, to sort of relate to what you're doing and hard to get their head around. But, you know, now and then you'll get the gentle nod from people and go, yeah, good on you. Yeah, you're, you're doing something there. And, and and they sense that you're trying to do something good in the world. Whew, that got on off a tangent, didn't it? We're looking deep inside. There you go. Searching up above. Everybody's looking for some happiness. We're, being, we're sick of being scared. And doesn't that ring a bell for today, the COVID-19? That's the great thing about art. It can just go through the ages and it can mean something completely different later on. Or yeah, or it can mean the same but pertain to what's the set of circumstances that are going on right now, here and now. Uh, we just want a way out of the mess. And here we go. Here's the end of the song. Nobody wants to accept the pain. Ain't that the truth? We don't accept it. 
nobody wants to feel it again, that's for sure. We feel it once, oh, another dose, not so much. <laughs> uh, nobody wants to take the blame. Yeah, the endless game, eh? Just passing the buck. Tell me why, after all that, tell me why nobody wants to end the game. And that's the crux of the song. That, that's like the big punchline at the end. Yeah, look, I've just listed a whole lot of... That's not really an up lot of lyrics, is it? It's not like, oh, the butterflies are out and it's a beautiful day and everything's la, la, la. Oh, no, that's telling it like it is. There's a slice of life, a genuine slice of life, and I think that comes across. Um, and at the very end, but wh- why? Why? Why does nobody... Because nobody wants to end the game because life is a joy, ultimately. And And look, we've all have pain it comes to us it really does but a lot of good stuff comes our way as well and it, it it's um it's a joy to be here and and i think it's right we instinctively hang around don't we eh? that, that's the idea that was that was the gist of the lyrics anyway i quite enjoyed how i always enjoy having a look at them look at them each week it sort of takes me back as i say and you know i'm, I'm just drifting my mind back to the old house there it was Pretty old, and the paint was chipped, and the carpet was really old. But it was a great place to be an artist and make a bit of a mess, and also have two little kids. Be <laughs> kids can make a mess, can't they? Oh, I tell you, I had I had a lot of fun back there. It was very nice. Okay, let's look at the chords just a little bit now. Um, I did write this in the key of E, and E is this kind of nice open sort of sounding chord, and I sort of rolled it there because. When a guitarist strums his guitar and strums an E chord, it's sort of from the lowest note to the highest note. It's a nice full chord. And I, I did have in mind that I, I might play this in a band one day with a guitarist. There you go. Uh, I think it's in 3 4, is it? I don't even know. <laughs> my brain has done maths for the last three days, doing my tax. Oh, tell you what, if that's not going to make you feel like, you know, <laughs> moving on from it all, I don't know. It's not my cup of tea. It is so far removed from being a creative, from the creative path. It's not funny, I tell you. Okay, back to this key of E business. And it runs down just through expected chords. But what wasn't expected was in that riff... This bit. And they're this little moments, those little hooks. There you go. If you want a tip as a songwriter, if you come in here looking for a tip, I reckon it's really, really important to put songs in, not overdo it. You don't want to cram a song from where to go with a whole lot of stuff because it's exhausting to listen to. A song's got to breathe. There you go. It's got to have space. But little points of interest, little hooky bits like that. So here we go one more time. This bit. And I don't even know what instrument that would be played on. I guess it's being played on the piano. That's frightfully obvious. <laughs> but like, you know, you get all these options. I can hear a low cello running down this. Like that. So I do hear uh, arrangements of my songs as fully fully arranged with, with 
without drums and having said I don't know what it's going to be it's open to an extent but you do hear bits and pieces so that that does affect my songwriting at times yeah um you want to be clear on what you've got to say on oh, one more thing about that little bit there that's the way I ended the song did you notice that this bit And that was kind of like a musical joke. Here's another idea as a songwriter. A um, bit of a dark humor in this case. The idea is the song suddenly stopped. As life suddenly stops. When it comes down to it, we don't get the choice really. Well, we do have a choice, but generally that's taken away from us. The game just stops when it's going to stop, doesn't it? Eh? <laughs> so that's what I did. I could have gone, you know... And everybody likes when it, re- it's called resolving, when it goes back to where it started. You know, the song starts and then if it's, if it's left hanging, it's not finished. But I like the way that cruised out into the evening, into the cars and the heartbeats all around the world. So much so that that, 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 that little bit would have just sounded a bit sort of trite and unnecessary. So it's good to, here we go, here's another thing, uh, leave things unsaid, even musically, you know. We, we live in a day with the internet, we're so lucky to have it, but we get a, oh, a lot of rubbish, but um, a lot of stuff spoon-fed to us, yeah? And we don't have to think a lot, and, and I think perhaps that's to our de- detriment. So I, I like I like music um, that makes me think. There you go. I, I do enjoy the occasional radio single and all that, but looking back over the years, they were never my favourite tracks on an album. I always liked the, the slightly moody, unusual album tracks. It just sort of said a bit more, and you didn't necessarily know what it was all about the first time. It wasn't designed to be like that. It was it was designed to have more layers, and, and, and I think that's something the good lyrics, here you go, have layers of their own accord. Yeah, you can get clever and you can, and I and, and you, you, I do a lot of river analogies and the river meets the ocean, all that I've been discovering. I do that, not here. Um, uh, but on top of that, or rather beneath that, you find there there are more layers. And all, I, I tell you, I wasn't fully aware of that until about my mid-twenties. And I suddenly looked at my songbooks again one day. I just woke up and, yeah, everything had changed, but nothing had changed. You know, and sort of, wow, look at that. Look at that. There's all these deeper meanings to these lyrics. Wow, that, that is really exciting to me. Okay, I find that, that. That is so cool. All right, yeah. So I think that's it. That's uh, probably about enough about the lyrics and, and about the song. Um, in terms of the, the chorus here, chords-wise, let's have a quick look here. Oh, yeah. Looking deep inside, bum. Here I've gone for the old counter bass. Rather, I could have gone looking deep inside. So gone. But instead, I've gone. It gives it that sense of going somewhere. Looking deep inside, searching up above. So that's really probably the the biggest surprise. Really, is just that bit that. And because I was writing it 
thinking that I would probably play it in a band with the guitars and that. I, I did a lot of chords that actually belong together, the relative chords. Sometimes I just go all over the shop and I do enjoy that. All right. I was just thinking, I wonder what the time is. And here we are. I've been yapping on and it's 28 minutes already. Can't believe it. All right. I'm just going to finish up with a couple of quick yarns here um, about living in Melbourne, Australia. I came from New Zealand and in New Zealand, the wildlife there is pretty laid back, you know. Here in Australia, man, there's, there's a purple ringed octopus. If that doesn't get you, there's a crocodile going to get you. Then there's red backs and there's all these... There's a lot of critters out there which really mean business in Australia and moving over here. So I was a bit concerned about that. <laughs> but fortunately, so far, knock on wood, um, it's we've done all right. Uh, there, there are these spiders called huntsmen that come into your house from time to time. They've got a spooky name, haven't they? And look, they're really not that bad. They could be a lot worse. They don't actively sort of hunt you out and look to bite you in full of poison or anything like that they'll give a fair they'll give you a fair bite but they're kind of cool and i wouldn't mind betting they're pretty intelligent because um but when they're in the in the in your house yeah you kind of want to maybe move them on out so anyway i walked down to the lounge one day and my coffee whoa look at that on the wall there is a big huntsman and by big i mean i don't know to me, yeah, half the size of the wall. No, uh, like like they fit into a coffee mug, but just you know, you're gonna you know, hurt his legs a little bit if you try and catch him. Anyway, that's precisely what I did. I had my cup in my hand. I took didn't take my eye off him. I tipped the rest out the window, and I got up on the chair. and And this thing's looking at me with all his eyes. What are you gonna do, buddy? I'm a big spider. And I went, got the cup up there, got the cup up there, and I had a bit of cardboard like the old Boy Scout. Like, Wham! I got him. Apart from one leg sticking out a bit, that got, oh, got pulled in. I feel a bit sorry for him. Good solid leg to these spiders. Anyway, I I put the cardboard in behind the cup. I carry this thing outside, get out onto the porch, and I sort of threw the, the held onto the cup, but mushed him out. This thing went sailing through the air on the ground, turned around, up on his haunches, legs up in the air, and he came running back at me. <laughs> I squealed and ran inside and slammed the door. <laughs> Looked out the window and he'd gone. Where's he gone? Mate, how's that? So a spider that doesn't run away turns and runs back at you. That, that's what we're dealing with in Australia. And one more story. I'm on a golf course, right? And I have smashed this drive like you wouldn't believe. I was pretty stoked myself because I was playing with some pretty serious golf course uh, golfers. And one of them even had a uh, yeah, computer thing, satellite which could tell them how far to the hole. Come on, you know. Anyway, I smashed this drive. It was just off the fairway in this bit of grass. And you look around for snakes in Australia when you do that. Anyway, I thought there's a nice mum duck and little half-grown ducklings. How nice. Wandered up to my ball. This duck lowered its head. She didn't run straight at me like a goose and try to bite my ankle. Like, come on, this is a duck. It wasn't a brown snake, which a very lethal. This is a brown duck. I thought, what on earth? Anyway, turn around. She's sort of gone a little bit. And I got my uh, my fairway iron out. I'm going to smash this next ball to kingdom come like I do. And I was about to do a backswing. This duck reappears, runs between my legs from behind, and it grabs my grabs my um, golf club around around by the head of it. I couldn't give it a fair old shake. And looking at this duck, thinking. Wow, that is impressive. So 
There you go, folks. Wonderful place, Australia. But some of the wildlife here, watch out for the ducks. Psychopathic ducks when you're playing golf. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> All right, on that note, I think I'm going to leave you to it this week. Um, I hope that was satisfying for you. I, I, it was for me. It's made me smile. It's made me discover a few things about myself. Um, hopefully it gave you an idea. Where did the song come from? More, One more of that? Well, it was that feeling of not quite providing enough for my family. That was a big motivating thing. And 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 the news and that sort of stuff, everything around you can, can sometimes get on top of you a little bit. So that's why I went outside and looked under the... Uh, I was... It's interesting, when I was out the back there in the song, I was in the sunshine, and then it was the evening, and then the stars were out with a few cars. So... I'd been sitting out there for a while, while, sorry, for a while. We might have had a barbecue or something like that. And I, I, don't you just love twilight? I was walking with my daughter down to the beach last night. We actually walked back in the dark, and it was just so beautiful, the colours and the waves and everything. So, I think getting out in nature is a great way to lift your spirits. And um, so, again, I used to love, and I still love, writing songs because. Here it is in a nutshell. It lifts my spirits. And the thing that's really great about it, it has the potential to lift other other people's spirits as well. So um, I hope you've enjoyed today. If it's, if it's taken your mind off a few things, I uh, hope you found it entertaining. I'm looking forward to next week already. Thanks so much for tuning in. That was End the Game. And we end it with the riff. You saw that coming, right? <laughs> Here it is. All right. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Pete Pasco, signing out.